Welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer, and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed, and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million-dollar businesses and beyond. Hello and welcome. Today, Director of Operations Sarah and I are going to be discussing a topic that comes up so frequently in our program, and that is mindset. Mindset related to quitting your job, mindset related to comparing yourself to other dietitian bosses and practices that you can start doing or do more to develop a stronger mindset. So welcome to today's episode, Sarah. Hi, excited to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. I love chatting all things about dietitian boss and yes. growing, <laughs> starting, growing an online business. It's fun stuff. And then seeing our clients do amazing things and yeah. transform their mindset is is truly one of the most cool things I've ever seen. It's, you know, so it's it's really, yeah. really fun. So a lot of you might see some of our clients um, that you don't realize or you just forget that they started from zero just like everybody else. Yeah. And so we have to remind you, uh, in which we both do quite often, right? Remind, remind people that we all start from zero. We all have to yeah. go through being rejected on sales calls, having a hire that maybe didn't work out or a client that, that doesn't fit or something like that. So in today's episode, I want to give a couple examples of um, what mindset you need. What can you do to strengthen and develop your mindset? Uh, firstly, let's talk about comparing yourself to others. And mm-hmm. secondly, we can end with quitting quitting clinical job. Um, and then anything else you might want to add into there. How does that sound? Does that feel good, sir? Yeah, sounds great. Okay. So what is it? Uh, do you want to kick us off when it comes to comparing others? Um, what is, is there a specific scenario you want to mention? Um, so we can talk about some tactics to help support yeah. overcoming that. Yeah. So, you know, what brought this up for me was I was recently doing one of our message and mindset calls and one of our new clients, um, she wanted to talk this through. She was really struggling with mindset because she was looking at some of her other past clients who had had great results and she just wasn't there yet. And she was struggling a little bit with comparing herself. And so I thought, you know, Hey, talking about this would probably be great for, for some of the others listening. Um, and I will say one thing we came to and, and almost everybody on that call was like, Oh yes, I can relate. I've, I felt the same at one time or another. And, you know, I think the biggest thing that came out of that was we talked about how everybody has a different situation and, um, has some have more time, some are working full time, some are doing this on the side. And so to compare yourself, um, it's, it's, uh, like you said, everybody's got a different situation. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that takes a lot of personal development, mm-hmm. um, which everything goes back to personal development yeah. right? because professional development yeah. is, is what you do after you've developed yourself personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I uh, keep in mind, and this really, um, encompasses our value of growth. And here at yeah. dietitian boss, we are very inclusive of different practices, dietitians that promote weight loss. We accept them the same way we except dietitians that promote food freedom or that promote um, overcoming eating disorder, um, that chronic disease management, 
uh, all the, the various different health outcomes that consumers have here in this company, we respect different philosophies. Mm-hmm. And I think a large part of that, especially for people who get triggered with other philosophies that aren't their own, um, is that takes a lot of growth for you to be able to uh, strongly have an opinion about who you are, which is beautiful. And that's what we represent. But then also looking at the next person and saying, I might not agree with them, but I respect them. Right. And it doesn't mean you yeah. need to be the best friend, but being in occupying the same space as somebody who has a perhaps clashing belief or something that doesn't exactly resonate with you, but still being able to empower them is important. And that is, I would sit, draw a parallel between that, accepting other philosophies, and then also understanding people grow at different levels. So like, like you mentioned, Sarah, they have different backgrounds, right? So I'm assuming maybe more people have different years experience um, working with clients. We naturally get some people that are amazing at sales and they have mm-hmm. a hard time marketing and some people are great at marketing and they need a lot more help with the soft skills to sell. So we get a whole variety of different people at different mm-hmm. stages of life. Many of our clients are pregnant or they've actually delivered children in our program, some of our clients um, are actually, you know, just finishing or still in school. So we, we have just a, a mixed bag. And I think that the same way you look at other philosophies and you learn to find growth within and accept other people. And we, we hope, you know, we, we teach and role model that it's the same with looking at people in, in different life stages and being able to appreciate them, but not compare yourself to them. I'm not saying it's easy, but the more you think about it, uh, the more you can practice that. So what do you think about that, Sarah? Yeah, I would definitely agree with everything you've just said. What are some tactics that you've seen our clients do to help them stop comparing? Mm. So it it kind of goes back to some of the the mindset practice that we had talked about. But I know I know one thing I've seen um, some of them do is start making a list. Sometimes it's daily, sometimes it's weekly, but make a list of their own accomplishments so that they quit looking at others and are looking at themselves. So whether it's they did their first discovery call or they yeah. got their first client, or maybe they consistently posted on social media, uh, big or small, but looking at their own wins and their own progress and focusing on that. Yeah, uh, that's, that's huge. And uh, we also, you know, in the dietitian boss method um, focus on uh, identifying your own self-talk through yeah. taking a moment and reflecting on when you say something that's limiting or fixed, for example, I can't make that much money. There's no way dietitians make six figures. I can't land my first clients. I need two years of clinical experience and shifting those statements to something that's growth oriented, such as I'm capable of taking clients now. Oh, wow. Uh, My peers and colleagues make six figures. It's possible. It's been done. I can do it too. And so being able to reframe yourself, talk to something that's growth oriented and positive can help. And then surrounding yourself by people who are practicing and role modeling for you is really important. And that's why on social media, we post a lot of affirmations. We show our clients success and we're inspiring you to really hold space for other people and then take a look at yourself and and, slowly work on reframing your mindset to something positive. And it does take work and affirmations can help. And it is a very mature concept to be able to step outside of of yourself, respect someone else, and then be happy for them and support them and not necessarily beat yourself up over it. Um, And I think taking small steps is important, whether that's writing down affirmations or just taking a moment to to congratulate someone else for their success, even if you're not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. 
Definitely. And, you know, as I was mentioning on, on the recent call too, the community just supporting each other and just knowing like, hey, others are experiencing this. And then some of them went on to share tips with each other and support yep. each other. And there's just so much value in that when you're trying to overcome some limiting beliefs. Yeah. A, a way that uh, we bake it into our program is we have our clients set weekly goals, tangible, big, smart goals, and then we have them come back and share what they've done to yeah. achieve those goals. Recently, one of our clients said, I was sick. I couldn't meet that goal. She had to reschedule. Um, she had some market research planned and she had to reschedule a call for her market research uh, because she wasn't feeling well. And she came back and, and reported to us and to, in the program that she's still working on that goal. She had to delay the deadline or extend it because of extenuating circumstances and that accountability to have her move forward on those action steps and then post it and have it public for everybody else in our community um, is part of what can help you and um, really reframe your mindset. And so I I know a lot of you feel intimidated to be around other dietitians, especially if they're succeeding because you feel that you're not caught up yet. We do hear that a lot. And that's, that's a normal thought. And I, I can understand that that's, that's how you would feel. And I also encourage you to take a moment, like Sarah said, and uh, really take a moment to uh, support your colleagues, because the more that you can take a moment to support them, and the more you can look at your own accomplishments, the more you can compare yourself to yourself and look at yourself and how far you've come um, while still uh, being supportive to other people's growth. So it's, it's a practice, just like anything that you're going to have to constantly do. And, and if you want to be a private practitioner and you want to be successful and you want to increase your visibility and you want to work less hours and, and help more people, uh, you will have to focus on your mindset and you will have to strengthen it. And you will have to identify that self-talk in your head and learn how to reframe your mindset to something positive. Um, and this only, it really only grows as you accomplish more. So for our, we just had a client quit her job and, uh, she recorded a podcast episode with us. I just interviewed her and, um, I'm really inspired by her. Her name is Anna. She's a Polish dietitian, um, one of our clients and, and she's going full-time in her practice. And she, when we speak to her and when you listen to that episode, you can hear how she's able to take her self-talk and reframe it. And she even shares stories about how she used to be insecure, even though she appears to be confident. And I think that's excellent role modeling for us to listen to and hear because so many of us can relate to that. And not everybody is that honest and open. She's a very, she calls herself transparent. And I, and I'm so happy she was able to share her story on online on air. Um, and, and I think that a lot of you feel that way too, and you just might not be saying it. Yeah. So we've talked about mindset, comparing, um, people to other people and some tactics. Is there any other kind of final thoughts you have on that, Sarah, or, or stories you've seen where one of our clients have been able to overcome some mindset barriers to get to the next level, maybe making her first hire, increasing profitability, anything like that? Well, I, as far as stories, I mean, what I think of specifically, I mean, when we were talking about Anna, I feel like what has helped some of them that have overcome some of those mindsets is they just keep showing up. They just keep moving forward. It's just that, you know, that is one huge difference is that they keep moving forward, keep showing up, keep making effort, even when it's uncomfortable. Hashtag show your face. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, it's really like it, it's that simple um, yeah. to just show up. You don't have to show up perfectly. You don't have to have no. it all figured out. You don't have to have a good day every day because no. that's not reality. Sometimes no. you just wake up and don't feel great. 
on yeah. a Tuesday or a Wednesday, right? <laughs> and uh, so I, I think that thank you for sharing that. It's just such a simple um, share, right? To show up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say, uh, in addition to showing up, um, vulnerability and courage are important. And a, a big yeah. part of dietitian boss is having the courage to go against the norm yeah. in dietetics. And that's building your own practice. Only 6% mm-hmm. of dietitians have their own business, 60% go into clinical, according to the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics Compensation Guide. So, of course, there's a gap in our field with confidence in knowing we're capable because we were taught to go into school and get a clinical position that's underpaid. Um, I know that because I was broke as a clinical dietitian. I talk about that all the time. Um, So what I will say is in addition to what Sarah said about showing up, one of our clients um, had said during a coaching call last night, uh, I'm not going to share who, but she'll be on an episode soon. So hopefully she'll share it because she didn't say I could share it yet. Um, She said that because of reading books about mindset, attending calls, being a part of the program, um, she's convinced that she's going to quit her job. Now, it hasn't been easy for her because she her practice is, uh, I'd say, full-time and she's doing great, um, but she still has that clinical job, right? That that nine to five. And, and it can be difficult for many reasons for us to quit that job. And so what I heard from that conversation is that because she's showing up and because she's practicing mindset techniques by just yeah. reading... By, by reading books um, and participating in conversations, um, it's helping her get the courage to yeah. take her business more and more seriously and make hires, make some mistakes and, and get to that next level where she's able to fully commit. And we know that when our clients fully commit, uh, they're able to achieve because Priscilla, one of our clients, uh, quit her clinical job. I can't even remember. I can't quote myself if it was six or eight months ago. It might've been a year ago. I, I honestly can't remember. I have to go double check the, the time frame. But as soon as she quit her clinical job, um, she you know was able to skyrocket. She just shared a testimonial that she uh, has made $40,000 a month for three consistent months in her private practice, which is, which is incredible. Her goal is to hit a million and we're supporting her on her journey. And just about a year ago, she was working full-time clinical and had a hard time going full-time. And as soon as she did, she really did blow up in terms of taking things seriously, her accounts grown. And she's talked about that and her, you know, revenue has grown as well. Um, So it's just a testament to show, and she talked to, she's talked at length about mindset on our last interview about a month or two ago, um, that when you do show up um, and you allow yourself um, to overcome some of those fears that you can reach your goals, whether it's making a million or it's working 30 hours a week and hitting six figures, or just being able to work under 20 hours a week and make whatever amount of money you want to make. That's probably more than clinical because clinical doesn't pay well. Um, so on that note, Sarah, what are the final words that you want to leave us with on the topic of mindset and reframing um, to become a better version of yourself? Yeah, I think my final words would just, you know, I always like to give an action for somebody to take. And it's if you don't have a daily mindset practice, find something, reading, journaling, whatever works for you, find it and do it consistently. And if you don't know what to do, I'm just going to piggyback on Sarah. Show your face on social, tag our feed for accountability. Use the hashtag show your face, tag dietitian boss on Instagram. And that can be your daily mindset practice. Many dietitians do it. We often re-feature you back on the feed and it's going to help you be accountable. So that's an easy free way for you. If, if in doubt to implement some type of routine, thank you for that action step, Sarah. And I will see you later. All right. Bye. We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner, and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might 
a great fit for you. I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method. Additionally, we offer a higher level program called Executive to help you hire and manage a staff as you expand and scale your program, whether you're offering a membership, course, group programming, private coaching, or a combination of various different offerings. We're here to help you on your journey with developing processes and implementing the operational foundation that you need to reach your goals. A lot of our clients want to work 20 hours or less a week, and we're so proud to say that we've helped them achieve that goal, and you'll hear their stories on this podcast. Make sure to stay tuned and apply if you're looking for support to get there faster and meet some colleagues along the way who share your same growth mindset.